often in life we have a passion and that passion ebbs and it flows and it can sometimes sort of ebb away when it feels forced or when we have something in our lives that happens that makes us just um, kind of just turn away from the thing that we loved for a long time and finding our way back is a journey. And I love it when I can hear those stories. And then I also hear from community members and how all of this stuff that they never saw coming, like our classes, our programs, our community, and these passions that they have all just comes back at just the right time to bring them into a beautiful new place in life. And we're going to hear a story like that. We're going to hear from a community member like that on today's episode of the podcast. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome to Expedition to Soul. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted. And today I am joined by our community member, Teresa McNaughton. And Teresa is the owner of Whimsy and Enchantment art. And you can find her on Instagram and Etsy. And I'll tell you about that again, because you're going to want to check it out. I'm looking at some of the things she's done right now and they are darn good. Hello, Teresa. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. So can we are fellow con- Connecticut people, yes. right? Yeah. Doesn't often happen to me <laughs> <laughs> that I'm on a podcast with someone else from Connecticut. Uh, tell us a little bit about you. Who are you? Who is Teresa? <laughs> well, my name is Teresa McNaughton. I live in Wethersfield, Connecticut, which is in the center of the state, one of the oldest uh, settlements in the state of Connecticut, with my husband of nearly 26 years. It'll be 26 this October, and our two beautiful rescue dogs, Pippin and Luna. Um, As Sarah mentioned, I am an artist, but I also am a marketing and PR professional. Uh, Love photography as well. I'm always with my camera, my digital camera, my cell phone. We're going on a walk. Everyone loses me because I'm busy taking a photo of something. (laughs) Um, So I do love being out in nature, reading music and all the witchy things. Yes. All the witchy things. It's what makes life so good. All the witchy things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Teresa, tell me a little bit about how you came to be with us at the Sisters Enchanted. I believe it was most likely during the pandemic. Um, Well, there was such a, a wealth of online things that you could do and find, especially when you've lost your job after seven years. Um, which was soul crushing. I had never lost a job before. Um, And I think I must have come across an ad on Facebook. I was like, this this sounds really interesting. And I I like to call myself a lurker at first. (laughs) It was very silent, um, never showing my face, not commenting very much, but just taking everything in. So all of the free classes that you were offering and then eventually starting to uh, do some of the uh, individual classes, you know, um, that were a little bit more cost affordable for somebody who had lost their job. Uh, And then it it was just 
something that I, I, I really needed, especially um, I had lost during uh, 2020, I lost two dear friends, one to cancer, and then two months later, a friend to suicide. So doing these things while looking for work and just trying to find myself again were very life-saving. I, you know, there's such an interesting, such an interesting thing that happens when we find ourselves in sort of the darkest kind of days of our lives and then find something that is like something to just hold on to and unexpected and get to the other side um, as best you can in those times. Uh, Teresa, can you tell me a little bit more about, um, about what it was that maybe, so for you, you had lost your job. You lost some some friends, you some good friends, uh, two good friends that you lost. And you had, you mentioned to me earlier that you had always done art and then kind of like stepped away from art. And what was some of this journey to just really reclaiming and remembering who you are, what you love? And uh, is there any part in that story that we helped with or walked alongside you on that journey? Uh, holistic witchery. For sure. Um, I signed up for it finally last fall, I believe. Um, I think it, it had started around in October. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that I really needed. I spoke with my husband about it and I said, I just, I need something. I just feel lost. I, I haven't reclaimed who I am. I just feel like so uncreative and just like, I I need to find myself again. And this is after I had actually found a job, but I still was struggling with all different types of feelings of not feeling worthy enough. And like, I was, I started a new job and I was afraid I was going to get fired constantly for like absolutely no reason whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, And my friend who had committed suicide too, she had been a big, she played a big role in helping me get back into selling art and creating art. And, you know, if it had not been for her, I probably would still be stagnated in that area. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just was lost. And I I said to my husband, you know, we've saved up enough money. We, We hoarded a lot of money during the pandemic. I said, this is something I need to do. I I feel drawn to it and I I want to do it. So I did and I started with it, um, but I feel like I wasn't quite ready. Still, I didn't finish that round. But this past round in the early spring, I dove into it and I just like it clicked and I had lost my mom um, in March, but, um, just all, everything started to make sense to me. And I started feeling like myself again, except an elevated, (laughs) an elevated uh, version of myself. I've been doing things that I never would have done. Like doing this podcast is one of them. (laughs) Um, but also, um, I'm going to be a class on collage at a local shop in town. Um, I felt drawn to do that. I just was in my sacred space and I thought about the idea and it just like made me so happy. 
I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And just making me realize too, that the man, everything I need is inside me. Like the magic is inside me. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's still there just waiting to come back out. So all of the components from the holistic witchery, um, all the teachings, um, you're all fantastic. So you make it very easy to, to learn. Just all of that put together, just everything just sort of clicked. And I'm, I'm becoming who I want to be now. So I'm actually going to be exhibiting my art for the first time ever, like at the end of the year. And that was big too. Um, selling art online is, it's kind of like a safe space because you're not facing rejection. So you don't have to like watch people as they go by and just like, they (laughs) don't want to visit your booth or look at your art or talk to you about it. So it's just like me actually finding my confidence and getting that magic and just being who I really want to be. Ah, I love that so much. What would you say to somebody who's listening to this and feels like they just don't have the confidence to, or like, they don't even know, they don't even know what they'd want to do, but that confidence holds you back from even thinking. Cause I would imagine that, you know, it wasn't until you started to feel more confident in yourself and kind of like light that spark again, that that's when you had the idea to offer the collage class and, and now you're exhibiting and, um, and going to have a booth and, and I'm just, I'm sure it's going to be great and amazing. And I'll definitely want to hear more about that when it comes up, since I don't live far from you, but somebody who's listening to this and thinks like, yeah, I wish I had that spark, but I don't even know what my spark is anymore to find the confidence Um, having gone through the class and your lived experience, what would you say to that person? Hmm. Well, holistic witchery really helps you dive deep into who you are and also who you were. Working with the moon cycles, shadow work was really helpful to me too. Um, I find myself kind of like self-checking, like if I'm going to react to somebody in a certain way, I'll stop and think, why, why do I want to do this? What in it, what is it about me? Am I jealous of this person? Am I harboring a resentment? Why do I want to do this? And I will automatically just correct before moving forward. Um, it's it's going to give you the tools to explore who you are and what you want to do. And it all starts, of course, with setting an intention. I know. <laughs> like, you know, thinking about, you know, how you want to feel inside. Do you just want to be happy? Do you, do you, you know, do you want to, I'm trying to think of some of the words. Do you yeah. want to be creative? I mean, yeah. what is it that you really want in your heart for your life to be like? How do you want to feel? And that will help you, you know, all of the teachers and all of the units will help you expand to do that. Yeah. It all starts with how you want to feel. (laughs) That's the first place. Um, (laughs) Speaking of that, what is your favorite lesson or unit or part of the class? I actually um, was drawn to the intuition. 
Yeah. I love all the things, you know, I love my tarot. I love my Oracle cards. I love crystals, candles, all of it. But I had always felt like I was not an intuitive person, but I, I didn't listen to myself at all. Like, well, the, the, the rational portion, <laughs> I lived in a lot of fear and just not a lot of self-worth either, which comes from childhood bullying and just having that stigma live with me that I would just second guess everything, every step. And I would be afraid to just be who I wanted to be. I'd be very quiet. So I think I forgot during, did I say I was a Libra? Right. I call myself an introverted Libra. Which is very <laughs> odd. Like I'm the person that likes to throw a party, plan the party, but I don't like to attend parties. It, it's very sort of, yeah, Sagittarius moon and Capricorn rising. I meant to say oh. after the intro. Oh, oh no. No. Am <laughs> I a hot mess? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's just, I have like, a, I have a relationship with, with Capricorn energy. I have one thing that's in only two degrees Capricorn, but it's in the same house as my Sagittarius stellium. But several people in my life who have really made me have to realize something about myself have had either a Capricorn rising or a Capricorn moon. And it seems to be so, and I hear that Sagittarius and it's really just my relationship. I have so much Sagittarius and then all these Capricorn people. And I just know what it's done to me to have to learn about myself. <laughs> that. So when I hear you with that Capricorn and the Sagittarius, something in my body just totally was like, oh goodness, you're like <laughs> <laughs> all of it in one. <laughs> it makes it fun times. <laughs> but, you know, um, as I mentioned, I did live a lot in fear, but now I'm learning to trust myself a little bit more. So to make the decisions that are right for me. And, and listen to myself and not go into a bad place of, no, no, this isn't, this isn't right. You know, you shouldn't be doing this. This isn't you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this, this, like I said, this was a big step for me too. And even, <laughs> uh, you know, going, you know, live on some of our discussions that we have for the classes or just even showing my face. So. Yeah. This is all very new. You've just like, you ripped the bandaid off and then <laughs> you are like through the door open and just, <laughs> just waltzed through grandly. Like I've arrived. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, better late than never, you know, people I'm here. So. <laughs> you did. It totally was like, I arrived. I remember it was just recently that you came on camera the first time. And, um, we always, I, uh, if people who participate, whether it's through commenting, posting texts or video, if a person participates, we notice their name, you know, and we notice them and like, we start to remember who they are. Um, obviously there's a lot of people who just hang out in the background and then we don't see the name ever. And so we don't have like a pulse on that, but we've seen your name. So then when you came on camera for the last, the first time you did, um, we have a, you know, a team TSC, we have a chat for work. Obviously we all talk to each other and everybody was like, Teresa's never been on camera before. Right. Yeah. No, this is the first time Teresa's been on camera. <laughs> Teresa's never been on camera. 
<laughs> because we see your name. And so we know of your name and we know you participate, but so it really is. We, we notice, you know, and when you came on camera the first time we did all like Teresa's on camera <laughs> and we noticed. And so I think it's so amazing to see you just, you know, step into your life at this point in time and decide that there's no more hiding out and you're just going to do the things that you feel called to do. Yes, I'm trying. <laughs> so, I think everyone has been so helpful and the community is just so supportive too. And that's, that's another thing as well. So I feel like I have made great friends so far and everyone is just cheering you on and letting you know that you're doing well. And if you're not feeling so great, they're there to lift you up. And it's, it's amazing to have that because sometimes you do, you feel so alone. And that is how I felt for quite some time. I just felt, I just feel like I'm alone, that nobody understands what I'm going through. Yes. No. And so when you find community, I think that has I think the interesting thing about the people who gather together here is everybody's life can look very different, but there is a thread that ties everyone together. And when you find a community who has that thread in some way, you notice it. Um, and you know, you're just home there. Ah. And I think that people who might be on the fence, I, I, or they feel alone that they would find that reception to be amazing and comforting and just very, you know, lifting your spirits. Yes. We will make room for you at our virtual table. We'll all scooch over and we'll fit you in. Yeah. <laughs> There's room for everyone. All right, Teresa, we're going to get to know you a little bit more with our game of this or that. Okay. All right. So you got to pick the ones. Okay. Um, okay. Here we go. First one, coffee or tea? Oh, coffee. <laughs> if I could have like an intravenous line for coffee, that would be amazing. That'd, that'd be ideal. I would never sleep, but. <laughs> the most ideal. I feel that. <laughs> um, reading books or listening to books? Like oh, audible reading. 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 I used to work at a bookstore for 12 years. I was a merchandising supervisor. And let me tell you, it was an occupational uh, hazard to work there because I was. Yeah bringing books home. I bet. I just love the feel of books and the smell of books and just holding something tangible in my hands. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Random question. Have you ever been to the book barn down on the shoreline? Yes. Yeah. I love it there. Yeah. I it's do too. so much fun. And they're, they're great people that own it. Lots of yeah. cats and yeah. a cool goat in the back. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. We love to go there and buy a lot of books that we probably don't need to be buying. <laughs> but I'm like, shop small for yeah. businesses. Um, all right. Do you prefer to, when you're outdoors or going in nature, be by the water or in the land, like the woods, you know, in or water? That's hard because I like both. Um, but one of my favorite places to be is the Portland Headlight in Maine. I don't know if you've ever visited there. It's Cape Elizabeth. It's right outside of Portland, Maine. And I could just sit there on those rocks for hours and just listen to the seagulls and the waves. It's just 
so peaceful. And I think a, a second favorite place would be Rocky, Rocky Neck here yeah. in Connecticut. It's yeah. a wonderful place too. Although I love to be out in the woods, there's just something so soul soothing about just being near the water. Yeah. Yeah. I love Maine too. Um, although I've never been there to where you mentioned. All right. Our next one, the spring season or autumn season? Autumn. All <laughs> things autumn. <laughs> the boots, the sweaters, the leaves, the the apples, just all the kind of like cooler weather and just the whole spookyish yeah atmosphere. No, it's a thing. As soon as like mid-August hits, ever I feel like everybody at the Sisters Enchanted, we must all get like a little hop in our step. Be like, it's almost September. <laughs> it's almost here. Yes. <laughs> all October right. is a, um sorry. Halloween oh. is my favorite holiday. My favorite movie is Nightmare Before Christmas. Actually, oh. <laughs> there you go. All right, tarot cards or oracle cards? Oh gosh, that's so hard. <laughs> Uh, I will say tarot. Yeah. And I used to be afraid of the sword cards whenever they would come up for me, but I'm an air sign. And in learning through you, um, what that means is your thoughts and, you know, it it makes more sense. And now when I get them coming up, they don't frighten me at all anymore because I understand, like, it's telling me what am I thinking or how have I been thinking and how can I change that thought pattern? So I actually welcoming, I welcome seeing sword cards come up in my readings where I used to be terrified, like, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> this can't be good. <laughs> All right. Next tacos or pizza. I'm going to say tacos. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love a good fish taco. Yeah. Me too. Avocado. Me too. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> Are you a morning person or a night person? <laughs> Let's see. Um, probably a morning person. I do get up a little bit earlier. And once I get that caffeine in me, there's no stop. <laughs> <laughs> the day has arrived at that point. Um, yes. All right. Two more we're going to do. I. Uh, this is for the book lover in you or the movies, if you like movies, but you mentioned books, fantasy or drama. Huh. I would say fantasy. Yeah. So, uh, well, Neil, Neil Gaiman, uh, Stardust is one of my favorite books. And um, I love Alice Hoffman. Um, yeah. Magic. But I just love the genre of magical realism, which she focuses on. Yeah. All of her books have a touch of magic, even outside of the practical magic series. Those are the only ones I've read. So I'll have to look at the other, I'll have to look them up now. Um, I met Neil Gaiman once. Did you hear that story? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. At RJ Julia in Madison. They won a contest for, I don't know, like most pre-orders of Ocean at the end of the lane or, or I think it was a pre-order contest. Anyway, they won it. And so he came there and did a book signing. And he's, and I bought like every book they had and children's books of his, and I was pregnant with my first child. So I had him sign them. So we've got a couple of them tucked away that, you know, they're on the top shelf. So only I can take them down. <laughs> <read> them. <laughs> and that Anne Rice there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. I can't remember which book it was for. It was probably one of the interview with the vampire books, but I was so nervous. And then when I got up to her, I handed my book, all I could say was, you look so beautiful. <laughs> and she did. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I really wanted to say something a little bit more finessed to her. But. I was the same with Neil Gaiman. I was mostly just like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Our last one. Do you prefer phone calls or text messaging? Which camp are you in? Oh, goodness. I think I'm going to lean towards text. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, when I was a teenager, oh, gosh, couldn't get me off the phone. But with with the advent of, you know, social media and texting and all of that, it's like, okay, I prefer to just kind of like jot down all my words. And I was like, I don't really want to be on the phone. Yeah. I'm kind of steered in the opposite direction. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Well, Teresa, it's been so delightful talking to you and getting to know you and seeing your face more and more here at the Sisters Enchanted. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, make sure to look up Teresa. She is at Whimsy and Enchantment Art. Is there an art on it? Whimsy yeah. and Enchantment Art on Instagram and Whimsy and Enchantment, I believe, on Etsy. But if you go to Teresa's Instagram, you'll see the links there for her website and Etsy. So whimsy and enchantment art and check it out what she's got going on. Because if you're watching, if you see this on a video or clip, you'll see some of it behind her too. So good stuff there to check out for sure. All right, Teresa, thank you. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to finally be able to chat with you one-on-one. Yes, it's been delightful. And anybody listening, come join us in Holistic Witchery. Check it out at holisticwitchery.com and hang out with people like Teresa and our other amazing community members. We are ready to welcome you in. And that is it for today. So thank you for being here. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. There are new episodes every Tuesday and astro forecasts for the week ahead every Friday. If there's any topics you'd want to hear, anything you want us to dive deeper into, shoot us an email at magic at the sisters enchanted.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the sisters enchanted, and we'll see you in the next episode. 